El mundo enfrenta una pandemia. Encuentre respuestas y acceda a información veraz y confirmada en el especial de NTN24 sobre coronavirus COVID-19. Escuche los contenidos de NTN24 en su plataforma de podcast favorita. You're listening to The Power of Us on Revolver Podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to The Power of Us. This is Abel. And this is his wife, Rosie. A few weeks ago, I posted something on our social media pages where I was talking. I was doing an interview in Spanish. Yes. It was with Pastor Nets Gomez. And uh, it was... You did so great, man. It was it was a great, great interview um, where I was just talking about my life. It, you were so vulnerable. It wasn't about Abel's worship, the worshiper, the singer, or the guy that's married to Rosie, or the guy that was on La Voz and made it to the finals and all that stuff. It was genuinely one about what it was like growing up without a dad. Yeah. And it kind of ended up becoming what it was like growing up with a single mom, to be quite honest with you. Mm. And and I preferred it that way. I, I enjoyed being able to share that because there's a lot of things that go on with within the single mom household that not a lot of people get to see. Yeah. And it, it's super... There's a lot of things that happen either between the kid and between the mom yeah. where you're just kind of trying to make it work for each other. Right. And you get a lot of responsibility, especially since, I mean, the, a mom, a mother is a female. It's a woman. They're yeah. more vulnerable. They're, they're more emotional. You, you've always been taught growing up and through everything around you and TV, et cetera, that you're there to protect the woman. You're there to watch out for the woman, to yeah. take care of the woman. And I'm this boy. And it's just, it kind of ended up being something like that, you know? Well, for a single mom, which I used to be for eight years before we met, there is this lack of security mm -hmm. in every area. And and financially, I was okay because I lived with mom and dad. But that doesn't mean that it was easy because being a yeah. single mom is so much more than just the money aspect of it. And yeah. people, that's the first thing you think about. And it is very, very difficult. I can only imagine. Thank God I had the support of my mom and dad. Um, but there's also deeper emotional stress, yeah. fears that come with being a single mom, especially when you're raising a boy. I, I, I raised Casey, not even by myself, because I had a lot of help from other women and men and her father has always been in her life and he's been great, but I couldn't imagine yeah. raising Eli alone, like even potty training. Right. You know, it's like, well, how am I supposed to do this? Yeah. So I can imagine a teenage boy, um, and everything you went through and, You know, it was, it was great. It, you know what? I learned a lot about you as a husband mm. by hearing you talk that time. Because I, obviously I know you come from a single, a single mom home and I know your mom and she's amazing and I think she's amazing. But I don't know if she knows how amazing she is. And I think that that's, that's what a lot of single moms go through. They don't realize how much they do. They only see how much they're lacking. Yes. Oh, that's so good. You know? They don't, they don't see how hard they're working, how much they're doing. They only see how much they're lacking and what their kid doesn't have. And then sometimes we're just jerks and we... Don't say thank you yeah. or don't know how to acknowledge it or don't even know yet. I think yeah. you found out more and more as you grew up. I, once I moved out on my own. And, and then when you became out. a dad. Yeah. Exactly. So I, I think obviously you, you may be a single mom now and you're going through it. Keep going through it. Yeah. Keep investing. Your children are the best investment you're going to make because one day they're going to hit that age. And yeah. I pray that they're not in the same situation because thank God you're not. But even just becoming a parent yeah. helped you see, oh man, my mom. 
did yeah. this, you know, even like moving out on your own helped you see like, dude, detergent, right. how, you know, or cooking yeah. like, and having a job and still, you know. So for those of you who didn't watch it, didn't hear it, or just don't know too much about me, here's my story, which is probably your story, which is also probably your kid's story if you're a single mom. Um, my mom and my dad didn't work out. Uh, around the age of four or five, they ended up uh, splitting up. They were never married. Uh, my my mom just had a rough childhood, and she was jumping from foster home to foster home until she ran away. She ran away. Met my dad, who was older than her. I want to say about, I think, over ten years older than her, or something like that, if if I recall right. Mm. And uh, he kind of took her in. She was about thirteen, fourteen. Uh, I came along at fifteen years old. She had me when I was fifteen. Mm-hmm. and uh, we just, we were trying to make it work, and what, for whatever reasons, my dad just, it, it didn't work out with my dad, and we ended up leaving, so we left, my mom did the best that she could at about, yeah. geez, at that point, I'm like, I think she's probably barely 19, maybe wow. 20 tops, Amazing. and she never, she never finished high school. She uh, didn't have a lot of family here either. She didn't have a lot of family here, no. There was no, no cousins, it was literally It was literally just me and my mom, yeah. and that's all that we had. Yeah. You know, my mom had a few friends and stuff like that here, but that that was pretty much it. Yeah. So we try to live our life the best that we can. We try to find, she tries to find jobs. She tries to do this and that. And she just couldn't, she couldn't make it work. She couldn't support me. She couldn't pay a babysitter. She couldn't take me to school and bring me back home. It was just really hard. So Gosh. she had to ship me off to my, my dad's grandma. No, I mean, my dad's, dad's mom. mom, my dad's mom. So my grandma on my dad's side. And I, I, I can't spent, believe I, I can't imagine. I'm sorry. I can't imagine how hard that must. She have told been me. For her. She told me it was the hardest thing that she. And this is one of me when she picks me up later on in the story. She told me that was one of the hardest things she's ever had to Man. do. You know, to have to call me. I remember AT and T collect. It was like I, I forgot the number, but I remember seeing the commercial. And that's the way we would we would talk. Um, you would accept collect calls. I would accept collect calls, or or I would give her a collect call, and then. Sometimes it was just hard for her to accept it because she didn't have the money. That's total love, though, man. You know, that's love of saying, you know, I'm, I'm gonna come back for yeah. you. Like, but a lot of people. I mean, I hope that you can see how much love that is to be able to humble yourself to the point to say, I can't do it right now. I yeah. know his grandma, who's a great woman, because your yeah. grandma she's, was amazing. amazing. She can do it right now, but you want to be the super mom. Yeah. You know, you want to be like, I got this. I'm the right mom. I want, you know how you yeah. said that as a spouse, you want your husband to, yeah. you want your wife to see you as like that. Moms do too. I want Sammy to think I'm awesome. Yeah. So to be able to humble yourself and say, I can't do it right now must be the hardest thing, but total love and devotion for you. So I spent, uh, I remember it was a, uh, I think a little bit of kindergarten and I did all of first grade in Bakersfield with my grandma. And then finally my mom was able to just move jobs to move jobs and was sleeping on couches and friends' houses and and her girlfriends would let her live there for a bit and this and that until one day, thank God, she just got the right job. Yeah. You know, and it and it was hard for her because she didn't have a degree. She didn't, it was all just like, you have to trust me, I can do this job. Because my mom was not a, 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 
uh, uneducated woman, she just she didn't graduate high school because yeah, she ran away right. and she couldn't she couldn't enroll herself in the high school because then she would get put back into the system. It was just this crazy. And that's crazy usually story. how single moms happen. Obviously, you don't plan for it. You know, you fall in love yeah. and you get pregnant. And, and you, I'm telling you, when you're pregnant, you imagine all these wonderful scenarios about mm. how your life is going to be, and the, not only the birth but the first birthday and and graduations. And then your life doesn't work out the way you thought. And yeah. most single moms. Are, are obviously it's not by choice. I mean, maybe some are adopting, but like most single moms, it's not by choice, and it comes from a huge heartbreak. Yeah, you know, and you're going through your heartbreak, and and your life not going the way you thought, and now you have a child to raise yeah. while you're broken inside, but you can't let that child know you're broken. Wow. Yeah. So I, I, that's why I commend your mom so much because to hear her go through this, and I'm sure she was just like maybe still loving him or maybe not loving him, but hurting and and just getting through it I, that's why i think she's amazing but i think most moms because you're just you feel like you're just surviving yeah. you don't even have time to say like hey i'm 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 making it through like wow. i'm gonna have victory for myself you don't even enjoy the small victories of each day so true my my mom gets this great job and she immediately goes and picks me up she says we're good <laughs> i have a i have an apartment and i have a job and we're good and i remember um Obviously, this isn't like she got this job where, where we're living in this amazing circumstances and have food and all that stuff. No, like my mom just barely had the means to be able to have hold me to keep me again. And so we're living together. I remember we're living in, uh, I think it's Linwood or, or something like that. Something yeah. like that. And... Um, like a one-bedroom apartment? Inglewood, I think it was. I'm not sure. Yes, we were, we were literally in a one-bedroom apartment and my bedroom was the closet. It was a walk-in closet. I think it was like maybe like eight feet deep and like two or two or two and a half feet wide. But it was my closet, yeah. and it was my room, yeah. and that's what our life was. Man. And we lived in this small little apartment, and there was days where we didn't have a lot, but at least we were together, you know. And I think that as moms, you just try your best to just keep your family together. And yeah. that's all she wanted. And although she didn't have money for clothes, we didn't have money to do anything on the weekends. But she did the best that she could. Yeah. Obviously, we do our best to do free things like go to the park. But then either we didn't have a car because we were riding in the bus at that time. Or 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 when we did have a car, we had to be careful with our money, you know. Um, she couldn't report for WIC for whatever reason for a long time. So we didn't have financial uh, government help because of her circumstances and stuff like that. Yeah. And it was, it was, it, it was hard. Like, I'm not going to lie. But at least I was with my mom. And in that time, I remember I'm in the second grade now. And I'm going and walking back from school. I'm going and I'm walking back from school all by myself. Because my mom has to be in at work at such hour. And she right. gets out of work at such hour. Yeah. So I, my mom was awesome. You know, she did the best she could. And I think like every mom does. She did the best she could. She got my clothes ready in the morning and whatnot. Oh. And then she left to work. And then I, I got myself up. And she would call me to tell me to wake up. And I would get myself ready, and I just I'd walk to school, what I'd go would you to school. Eat? You'd make your own breakfast, cereal or something, yeah. You know, um, or cereal. She she'd make me either eggs or a hard boiled egg and something like that before she left. She she was she was cool, man. Like we didn't have a lot, but she tried, you know. Yeah. And then so, um, gosh, you know, I'm, I'm sitting here crying as I'm telling me you this, too. but uh, it's uh, 
it's just because I see how much she tried, you know, with the little yeah. she had, and she just she made magic every 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 time that she could, she made things happen. I'm walking back from school every single day, and I'm by myself, and and there was days where I was upset. That I was upset, like, cause I'm walking back home from school and I'm seeing my friend that I see at school, and he's over there playing football with his dad. He's playing catch with his dad, and he has. A, I remember, I remember it like vividly. The kid has a little lanyard, and his dad has a lanyard, and they're playing football. I'm like, what? The, like, what the hell? Why? Mm. Why? Why? Why does he get that? Why does he get to match with his dad? And I remember the stupid little lanyard, and I because it was like his dad had it too, and it's like their thing. And I'm like, I don't get that. Like, yeah. why don't I get that? And uh, so I just I just walked myself up to our apartment and I locked myself in like we did every day, like every latchkey d- kid does. Yeah, literally they, you were a latchkey kid. We just, we wake up, we lock the door, go to school, come back and lock the door again and just wait for mom because we don't want our moms to be worried about Dude, us or scared cannot, or anything like that. She could obviously not afford a babysitter. She couldn't afford a babysitter. Your, mo- your grandma lived far yeah, and there I, was no we, friends. We it was just us at that moment, you know? Yeah. And um, I couldn't afford, we couldn't afford for me to get hurt. God, you don't understand how how cautious I was growing up because we didn't have insurance and I was scared to get hurt. Yeah. I was terrified to hurt myself on uh, playing at recess or, or anything like that. So you wouldn't I, play sports or you'd... Not, not really, I would. I just, I was just always super cautious or, or I developed this tolerance for pain where I remember that my forearm would hurt for about a week and a half and I wouldn't say anything because I didn't want my mom to have to take me to the clinic because we don't got money for a clinic, yeah. you know? And just, my mom would just try and just, as a kid growing up with a single mom, you, you, you see things as much as you moms try to hide and as much as you guys not try to have us see things or not hear you cry at night or not see you guys do things. We, we know things because we're your kids and we love you and we see everything that you're doing. And I remember, wow, I remember just doing my best to not be more of a burden on my mom. And it's not like if it was a burden on her, it's just like she couldn't take on any more weight. Right. You know? And you shouldn't, obviously wouldn't make you feel like this. You just knew. Like you, you grew up so fast. You had to grow up. I mean, they say, when do you lose your innocence is when you become stressed. Yeah. And it sounds like you were stressed as a child, you know? I mean, it's not like my mom did that on purpose. Yeah, no, of course not. I don't think any mom does that. it's just the way kids you are grow observant. Up. Kids it's, see. It's the way you grow up as a single, as a as a kid from of a single parent. Yeah. It's it's hard on them as it is, and you just try your best not to not to make it worse. And nah. so time goes by. I grow up, and my little brother comes into the picture, and then a little later on, my little sister. And by then, I'm like 13, 14. And you just you grew up. You grew up real quick. And I became my mom's partner. Okay, so were you mad when you said you were mad because you'd see a, 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 your friend playing with his dad? I wasn't mad at him. Who were you mad at? I think I was, I was mad at God. I just didn't know how to express it. I was God. just, I was just mad. I wasn't mad at my mom. Just in general. I was just at mad. life. Yeah. At what the, the cards you had been at dealt. life. Yes, I was mad at life. I get you. I think Casey was like that too. Although she'd express it against me, um, I think. Sometimes and we we uh, we do that and that's that that that's a little unfair but it just it's because you guys are there and so like yeah like I'm sorry and you didn't know who 
who to be mad at, you're just processing it. So sometimes, yeah, we're there. Um, and so you get mad at the mom or the dad or whoever's there and you say, it's your fault that mom or dad left. And yeah. we just, we make that mistake. Yeah. I'm growing up and at this point at 13, I'm, I've taken my role. I'm like, I'm my mom's partner. I'm my mom's helper. Wow. And, and if she can't cook, then I cook. And if she can't, Change the baby's diaper. Um, I change I change the baby's diaper and I help her with this and I help her with that and, and I make sure that, and I know that on Saturdays we go and we wash the clothes at the laundry mat every Saturday without fail and we clean on Saturdays and I gotta have the house clean before my mom comes home. Wow. And I gotta take care of my little brother and sisters and I gotta make sure that this and that, you know, because it's just you just grow up really fast as a kid from a single parent. Yeah. Because because you have no other choice. And at that point, I'm upset at my life because of the cards that I was dealt. And I see my little brother and sister are going along in the same path where mm. their, their dad isn't really around. And you just kind of develop this like father figure inside of you of, like that. I, I got to be there for them. I got to watch wow. them. I got to do this. I got to do that. And it's not just like a big brother thing. It becomes like a father figure thing yeah. where, where you that you have that like. You have that worry on wow. your shoulders of making so sure that... So you were a dad even before you were a dad. Yeah, like, I just, I remember, like, I got to make sure my little brother's smart. I got to make sure he's not a dumb little kid. And, and I got to make sure que está listo and that he's ready for life. And I got to teach him this and I got to teach him that. And I, and he can't be this and he can't be that. and Because and, I don't want any more stress on mom. Yeah. That my little brother's a bad kid. That my little brother isn't learning fast enough. That he's not talking fast enough. So or stuff is that, like that where is that where your learning fast comes from? Like you being a little kid and being like, I gotta learn things fast. I gotta learn things quick. I gotta get it down because you're really smart in the whatever you put your mind to. Like two three days later, you've conquered it. And I'm like, how does he do that? As a, as a kid that grew up with uh, with like almost like nothing, or like as a kid that grew up with the with i wouldn't say the world is against me but i ain't got the resources you know and so sometimes you don't have luxuries to make mistakes so i just had to learn how to do things on my one number one on my own because nobody was ever going to take the time to teach me because you know in your heart you feel like if your dad isn't there isn't one isn't able to take the time my dad was a businessman, and it wasn't that he was gone and didn't let, like he got deported. It's not like he just left to another state. He just wasn't there, and he wasn't around. He just was about his business, and, and that was it. And so it's like if he didn't, if he doesn't want to take the time, nobody else is going to take the time. So that's that's where the whole loner thing came in. And I don't know if you guys remember this, but I think a podcast or two ago, Rosie mentions like I I know where you got it from, and honestly, yeah. that's where it's at. But in, in you know that, what? I didn't know. To this moment, like I've always asked you, like, why are you a loner, babe? Why don't you socialize with my friends or your friends? Why don't you have more friends? I didn't get it until I heard you talk about your 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 life to this point. You just, you grow up like that. There's nobody to play with. You get home from school, you lock yourself in, and I'm freaking five, and from like six, seven years old. And I'm playing there with my Power Rangers for about three, four hours until my mom gets home. And then my mom gets home, and then it's about making sure that she's cool, that she's not stressed. Wow. That, that you know, because I know as kids, you make the mistakes sometimes, and, and sometimes you just go and you just ask and ask and ask and ask and ask and ask from your parents, and they need a break. Just, we grew up in our household just doing our best to make it easier on mom. And yeah. I think that a lot of kids do. And then I screw up, and then I come older, and then I become bitter, and then I become rebellious, and then I just kind of just, I'm upset. 
I'm upset at the fact that I don't have the best shoes. That I'm in middle school and I'm not wearing the best. I'm not wearing, at that point, it's Sean John and Anichi and Fat Farm. And I'm upset. And I lash out on her. <sighs> and so what does mom do? She she goes and she, she buys me these things. Yeah. She goes and she buys me these things. And now I look back and I'm like, damn, what an a-hole. Like, what an a-hole. And she didn't know. She didn't. I didn't know. And she she just did her best. But it's like, we couldn't afford those things. And I really didn't need those things. And uh, just like, so, I mean, if I'm touching you right now and you're hearing this and I'm like, and I just want to say, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that we make those mistakes as kids, you know? Um, And and I did. I made those mistakes. And then I got a little bit older and, and I started thinking like, I don't need this. I don't need to compete with everybody else. I don't need to be cool because I'm not. I'm, it's not that I'm not cool. It's just that I don't have the luxuries to be cool like my other friends. Yeah. I remember I had a friend in seventh and eighth grade. He had a house and he had his dad and he had his mom and his mom was a stay-at-home mom. So when he got home, he had food wow. and sandwiches and he had his own room. And I didn't know what that was like, you know, and he had his own computer in his room and, and, I didn't, and he gets to play music and... It was just he gets to do things that I'm like, dude, you don't, you, you can't talk to your mom that way or something like that, you know? And, and yeah. He just had a different life. And well, that's, you know, what I'm thinking about is that not all of us have the same beginning point. You know, they, so many memes make it seem like, oh, you know, you got the same 24 hours in the day. You do, but not everyone has had the same beginning. Yeah. You know, we didn't have this. Not everyone can afford college. And there's so many smart kids. And, and like, that's just an example of, like, yeah, maybe you got the talent to play football, but you can't be in the little league that costs thousands of dollars. Right. You know, so you, you all you got is your high school football team, and that probably sucks. So, yeah. um, you know, not all of us have the same beginning point, And cards are dealt all of us for all of us in such a different way and maybe you're the single mom or you're the child of a single mom and uh you know what comforted me when I was going through a single mom you know I I made some mistakes with Casey that that's what I weighed I I weighed my mistakes with Casey I was uh, stressed and angry you know because as a single mom you're angry too like, I didn't plan this, dude. Why Why do I got to do it alone? Yeah. Why does he get to be about his business? And, you know, I had dreams too, or, or I maybe just a family. Or Honestly, sometimes you just feel that you failed and you're questioning over and over. If I had not yelled, if I had been nicer, if I had just stayed quiet, if I had held on, if I had let him hit me, then my kid would have a family. And you just feel like this huge failure and you carry it with you all the time. And then it's failure after failure after failure. And... You know, it just became so comforting for me, the word. And I promise you, it's it's not something cliche. It's not, it's it's God telling me, I am your husband. And yeah. a husband takes care of your kids. And a husband takes care of you. And I am what you need me to be. And for the first few years of me being a believer, Casey was now, I, I think Casey was two or three when I became a believer. It was like, God is my husband. And what I need, I find in him. Yeah. Um, and it really, really helped me because then I knew that God was also her father in the sense that her father, like I said, has always been great. But there's a difference about having a father at home. Yeah. That protecting. Like if someone comes in the middle of the night, my dad's not home, who's going to protect us? Yeah. Or, you know... Um, and obviously the emotional. So I just want you to know that yes, the do- the cards have not been dealt in your favor, and I need 
and I know that you may blame yourself, um, but it takes two. And you could take responsibility for what you did, but don't take on more responsibility and blame everything on you as a single yeah. mom. You know, give yourself some slack and please see some of the victories that you have because you make miracles on Christmas and every day and every lunch that you prepare and every little note that you add and every moment you spend with your child even if he or she can't appreciate it now they will appreciate it later my casey yeah. is 16 now and uh she no longer blames me for her mom for uh, her mom and dad not being together anymore um she understands and says you know what mom you guys wouldn't have been good together we wouldn't have had a happy home um i understand now and you know, she really appreciates me as a mom now and understands that life was tough. And she even helps me with her brother and sister when she sees that I'm in a bad mood. She's just like, let mom chill. She yeah. just needs a break. She's not mean. She just needs to be alone. So, but you know what, babe, as a wife, I could learn a lot about you, about hearing your story. Yeah. One, it made you an excellent father. And I hope that you see that. You are, you are exceptional, like... Like, I didn't know it could be this good. Um, you know, my dad was there, but he was always busy. Yeah. Like, you're mm -hmm. busy, but you're there, too. You know? Like, you're both. And I'm like, dude, I didn't think a dad would change diapers. And not only that, you play with him, you wrestle with him, you see his talents in baseball and guitar, and you're already feeding into them, and he's two. With Sammy, it is tan cariñoso that she knows she is daddy's queen. Like, she will never have to lack of, like, oh, I don't know what it's like to be loved by a man. Um, and then as a husband, I can also see why you are the way you are. Like, it helped me believe the good man you always told me you were. Because I, as a wife, I've only, I haven't only seen bad men. I've seen, like, cheating men. I've seen machista men i've seen men that are like i ain't gonna help around the house i pay the bills here and you do pay the bills and yet you still help around the house i never have to tell you to take out the trash i never have to tell you like oh dude like you know the floors or you know yesterday i was doing the laundry and you helped me and i didn't ask you to help me and i'm just like where does this man come from yeah. and i see that it's a man being raised by a single mom that really thought about it thought it through and um you know and then i can also see some of the, I don't know what to call them, some parts of your character that yeah. come from becoming from a single mom, like being a loner, that I yeah. can understand now mm -hmm. and, and understand why it takes you so long to talk to me or why you're just quiet most of the day. There's just this time where you're just quiet. And I'm like, are you mad? No. Is something wrong? No. Uh, do you not like me? Like, I, I, so there goes Rosie's overthinking. And now I can just think, you know what? Some latchkey kids got used to playing alone. So I can't invade your space all the time. I have to let you just chill and be alone because maybe there's not some comfort in it, but there's some n normalcy in it. Yeah. And that's okay. So I think, um, you know, how, how we make this about marriage, because this is a power of us. One, thank you for telling all of us your story. Um, and two, really see how your husband's or your partner's past really affect who they are now yeah. and, it's, and it's not bad you could just learn to love them and say you know what my husband's a little bit of a loner and it's okay he yeah. doesn't need to be a social butterfly i'm not gonna try and change him he needs his 
hour alone each moment where he's just chilling, mindless entertainment. And that's what he does. And it helps him become a better father because it does. Once you chill and I, and the kids and I kind of know that you're a little bit like, um, tense. Yeah. Like just leave him alone, babe. I'm going to take off. And then I know Abel's not a bad man. Abel doesn't hate his life. He just used to have, he's used to having that time alone and that's okay. But learn your husband's past, not to use it against him, but to help him deal, help both of you deal with becoming one. Yeah. I I definitely agree. I think that, uh, I think that there's something, there's something that needs to be said. Um, I, I personally, me personally, I want to speak to both the kids that either if you're an adult or if you're a teenager listening to this, um, I, I want to speak to you, and then I want to speak to all the single moms. Um, I got something to say. We'll, I'll say it right after the break. Babe, so I totally want a four-pack by my birthday, and that's oh, in July. I want that for you, too. <laughs> it's easier said than done, though, especially with our crazy schedules and traveling. Oh, I hate going to the gym. Seriously, that commute. But now we have OpenFit, and now we can offer it to our friends. Great. What is OpenFit? Well, OpenFit is an app, and you can use it anywhere, and it just the gym just goes with you, and they have every type of workout, babe. Like my yoga that I need once a week, it's in there. Everybody's body's different, and OpenFit gets that. So they, they have different personal personalized training for everybody it's super simple you just go you click you have a teacher right there in your room the best part is you can access it anywhere wherever you are at home on your computer on your tablet on your tv roku you name it you can probably access it and its results you can see so you can lose up to 15 pounds in just the first 30 days open fit has changed the way that i work out and with my code POWER, you can join me on a fitness journey personalized just for you. Again, use our code POWER and start using OpenFit for your journey to a healthier life. Right now, during the OpenFit 30-Day Challenge, our listeners will get a special extended 30-day free trial membership to OpenFit, where you can lose up to 15 pounds in 30 days when you text POWER to 303030. 30 30. You will get full access to OpenFit, all the workouts and nutrition information totally free. Again, just text POWER to 303030. Standard message and data rates may apply. All right, guys, welcome back. This has been rather emotional. Yeah, man. At least for me. Um, I, don't, I don't know why I still, I still get like all emotional and teary-eyed and stuff like that. Just because I'm, just, I'm really passionate and I'm, I'm really, I have, a, I have a heart for single moms yes, just because I, I see... I see how much you guys go through, and uh, I, I saw my mom, you know, and then I, I can only imagine what every mom goes through. I love and, you for it, dude. And I've always loved that about you. I mean, this is Abel, like, Abel and I can be, like, tight on our budget, but if I tell him that a single mom is tight, like, babe, she needs, like, 50 bucks, like, he'll totally do it. And I just love your giving heart for single moms. And then, I mean, really quick, you married a single mom. Did you plan that? I, mean, I don't think you planned it, but, like, some guys would run away when I would say I had a baby. And honestly, I'd be like, cool, because I'm, I'm glad you'd rather run away now than hate my kid later. I, d- I didn't want to marry a single mom. Oh, man, I never knew that. I d- didn't, just because I didn't want to. It's not that I didn't want to deal with it. It's not. It had nothing to do with Casey or whatever baby was going to come with a single mom. It was just like, I know what you've gone through. Man. And I don't want to hurt you more and and I, I guess I know how to deal with it or how to how to help you 
And so I can understand you is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. But I didn't know if I wanted that just because I don't know if, if, I don't know if, if I want, if, I don't know how I was going to be able to help you. You got me? Like, how do you, how do you erase the past and and how do you help them through that? And I knew that people were going to come with trauma, you know? Yeah. But granted, anybody does. Wow, crazy. But me personally, in in my mind, it was like I I didn't plan on marrying a single mom. Mm. Um, we just kind of happened. Yeah, definitely. Um, but uh, so as I'm I'm sharing the story, if I'm if you understand me, dang, there might even be the point to the point where you grew up with uh, being a child of a single mom, and now you're a single mom or a single parent. Yeah. Then I mean, I just wanted I just want to give you. Just, I just want to encourage you in that. I don't know if you've ever realized it, but your mom tried hard. You know, your mom did everything that she could, or your dad, yeah. or your your parent did everything that she could. And if if you were lacking or anything like that, just know that it was it was the very best that they could give, and it's not their fault, and it's not your fault either. That's yeah. what, what you got to understand is so that you good. didn't do anything anything bad. It's not your fault that they're not together or anything like that. It's just it's just the way life was, and I just want to tell you that. I, I want to encourage you to please, if you've never like talked to your parent or talked to your mom and, and told them, hey, you know what? I saw everything you did and I appreciate you and stuff yeah. like that. And I get it. I get you now. And I, and I understand. And now that I'm on my own and now that I, now that I buy Q-tips and now that I buy detergent and I see how those two things put together is like over 15 bucks, Seriously. it's ridiculous, you know? And so just to understand how it is that, that they were able to hold down the house and do everything that they did, it was, it's amazing to me. And I, I really, under, and I've never been a single parent, but I really understood my mom when I became a dad. I really understood my mom when I was living on my own and I was earning my own money and I was paying for my own stuff. And I was like, damn, how the hell was she able to do this with even less money that I make now? Yeah. You know? So, I mean, I think we should just take some time and really think about all the times that we've messed up, even in the big and the small. Like when you asked your mom to buy you the Jordans instead of buying you the Nikes. And the Jordans were like extra 80 bucks, you know, and then, or think about all the times that your mom didn't buy herself clothes for either work. Yeah. You know, think about all those times that she wore the same raggedy shoes, the same faded black slacks or pants to work. Just think about all that times and just, just talk to them and tell them that you appreciate them. Yeah. Because even though your life wasn't great, like you didn't have a great car to start off with. You probably had to buy your own car. Maybe, maybe you had really bad shoes or something like that, but you always had food or, or like you always had to eat, maybe you had to eat beans every night and you didn't even have tortilla sometimes, no cheese, no nothing, it was just beans. Or you had cereal to go to sleep, you know, because there was no other food. Just like, just, they did the best that they could, you know, and, and I'm sure you can understand that that's hard right now. Now, this one's for every mom that, that is a single mom. And uh, I just, as, if you can, just at this moment, just either take some time to just really just pull over or or just take some alone time and just, uh, just if you can, close your eyes or at least just, just really be focused on what I'm saying. And and even if, 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 uh, if my mom is listening, I just want you to just take this time and just, just, just really hear these words, Ma, because uh, I just, I want you to, I want you to believe them. Mm-hmm. So to everybody else that's listening, I just want you to just please, please give me the opportunity right now to just take the place of your of your kid. Give me the opportunity to take the place of your daughter, of your son. I just, I want you to know that uh, you're amazing. 
you're amazing. And I thank you so much for everything you've done for us. I thank you so much for every sacrifice, mom, that you have, that you have done to, to make me, to make me what I am, to help me through it. I thank you so much for trying to teach me the best that you could. I'm sorry for those times that you couldn't teach me stuff that guys teach other guys, but I just, I thank you for trying. And I see all your hard work and I see everything that you've done. And I just want to say, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, mom, for every time that I've just been, I've just been ungrateful. I've been ungrateful and I've complained about my life. I'm sorry for every time that I complained about the stuff that we have or that I've complained about the stuff that we don't have. I'm sorry and I'll realize it one day. I'll realize it how hard you tried and I'll realize everything that you've done and just know that you don't have to do more. Just know that you don't have to do more and that it's not your fault and you don't need to marry somebody just so you can give me uh, physical stuff or financial stuff. Just know you don't need none of that stuff. Just know that I just I appreciate everything that you do as it is. And I'm sorry for the times that I rebelled. And I'm sorry for the times that I'm going to rebel too. I'm sorry. I'm just going through stuff. And just know that, that one day, one day I'll see it. So until that day comes, I'm sorry, mom. I'm sorry, and I appreciate you, and thank you so much. Thank you for every time you sacrificed buying yourself something to buy me something. Thank you for every time you sacrificed buying yourself mascara to buy me a toy. Thank you for every time that you sacrificed buying yourself needed, needed clothes or needed makeup or needed something to buy me shoes or to buy me a shirt. Thank you. Thank you, and I'm sorry. And I see what you do. And I hope that I could be the best kid that I can. And I hope that you you and everything that you've done has made me a better parent when I get older. I just, I thank you, Mom, and I love you. I pray that I can bring healing into your heart, Mom. Yes. I, I know, I know Mom's out there. I, I know you guys, you guys try really hard. And just know that you're doing a great job and that God is with you. Yes. You're doing a great job. God is with you. Please believe that from the bottom of your my heart. I say that and I mean it. Yes. That God is with you and you just got to keep going. Keep pushing. You don't have to do more. Okay? You don't yeah. need to do more. It's okay. We can make it work. We can make it work. We just want you to be okay. We love you guys. This is the power of us. Yes. We'll see you guys next week. Hola, my name is Enrique Santos, presentador de Tu Mañana y On The Move. Quiero invitarte a escuchar mi nuevo podcast, Hola, My Name Is, donde hablo con artistas, líderes de nuestra comunidad y personas como tú. Mi meta es que juntos conozcamos más sobre los triunfos y las derrotas de mis invitados y que a través de sus historias nos empoderen y nos motiven a superarnos. Lanzamos el show con Jay Balvin. He's awesome. Un artista colombiano que ha revolucionado la música latina y que sigue superando récords mundiales. Él nos cuenta abiertamente sobre sus inicios, el secreto de su éxito y los aprendizajes que lo ayudan a preservar su autenticidad. A partir de este martes, 7 de abril, podrás acompañarme todas las semanas a conocer más a fondo a un invitado especial. Puedes encontrar mi podcast en la aplicación digital de iHeartRadio, la descargas gratis o en donde prefieras escuchar tus podcasts. Hola, my name is The Podcast a partir de este 7 de abril.